The 465th edition of the MMA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Claim your risk-free bet of up to $500 over at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash betrivers. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash betrivers. We're also brought to you by Game Time. Game Time tickets make the perfect holiday gift. Download the Game Time app today and use promo code CFBX for $20 off your first purchase. Heidi Ho to Jen Reno. Welcome to the MMA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, episode 465. It's going out to all you hardcore gens out there who had us as your number one podcast this past year on Spotify. We got our Spotify wrapped, and, and there are more than a handful of you that. 88. Eight, yep, gave away <laughs> industry secrets. Yes, it was 88 of you that had us as your number one podcast, and over a thousand have you it, had us in your top 10. So um, thank you for being sickos and for listening to us all year long. Uh, I'm one of your host, Jeff Chalks Fox, and we're back, baby, with UFC. The last UFC fight night of the year. We got this one, and then we got a UFC pay per view, and then there's going dark for the rest of 2023. It's UFC fight night song versus Gutierrez. Uh, let's bring in that co host of mine, uh, Daniel Gumby Vreeland, to help me make some picks here. We were 100% consensus last episode. Hello, Gumby. Do you feel like we'll be 100% on this one? Usually I've got like a good sense of where uh, you're at you. and like the types of picks yeah. you make. Um, yeah. And I I don't know if we'll be 100%, but I feel like four out of five is very reasonable here. Um, oh, let me see. Oh, I already have your name on one that I, um, wow. <laughs> it's, it, we're going to see if I'm right. Uh, let me guess how many we're going to have right. We're going to have the same. Uh, we're going to have one. We're going to have about three, three out of the five, maybe four, but mm. but three is my guess. Okay. Okay. I can respect that. You haven't heard the Top Turtle MMA podcast yet either. I uh, have not so listened yet this week. No, make sure you all listen to Top Turtle after you listen to this. Uh, actually, you already listened to this. So don't turn this off and go to Top Turtle. I'm not on it. So you're not missing out on too much. Um, yeah. Make sure you listen to Top Turtle after you listen to this. But yeah, my prediction is three, three and a half. Okay. okay I'll, yeah. I'll take the, I'll take the higher then. <laughs> we do we do uh, uh, we do surprise each other sometimes with picks yeah. occasionally yeah usually we have a feeling we're an old married couple we we know what each other likes in fighters but sometimes we surprise each other so i go with i go with dogs nowadays like people change gumby okay people grow i went with six last week and five of them hit so just saying <laughs> yeah you're a wild man and how, how did that work out for you gumby not so great i bet right it worked really well. Yeah. We're 10 and 2, perhaps? Yeah, 10, and, 10 and 2. And only one of the dogs didn't hit, too. The other one was a favorite who I missed. <laughs> yeah. And I uh, I hit all my fancy plays. So what we're telling you is make sure you um, you listen right to the very end. We're going to do our locks, our dogs, our props, and a parlay for you. And I swept my locks, dogs, and props last week. I'm making I may not be able to beat Gumby in the overall results. Which people would probably think, how is he even close? But normally I win. <laughs> I just, I just sound like I don't know what I'm talking about. Um, I may have a chance to beat you in dogs for the year and props. Probably not locks, but we'll see. 
What if I just I'm make good. you go first and just tail you? That's fine. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. You could do that. Yes, a, a price is right type uh, method where you, um, you, you're you going to hope I guess over and you're going to bet $1 is going to be your bet. Yeah, Gumby could, could do that, but he's not. We're, we're not going to allow him to do that. We have... We have rules in place, so people like you can't uh, can't. Um, what am I trying to say? Can't cheat the system. Cheat the system. Yes, that's not even hard to think. Cheat. That's not a hard word to come up with. <laughs> Duh. All right, we're not going to cheat you of winning picks. We're going to give you winning picks right about now, since the rambling is going out of control for me. It's UFC Fight Night Song versus Gutierrez. I a few podcasts I listen to were poo pooing this main event. This is like it's would they rather event. see it? Would they rather see a crap middleweight main event like we usually get? Like no, this this main this main this main event is awesome. And I will also tell you, I also think the co-main event is like a typical main event on a fight yes. card. Yeah, that's what I mentioned and, last. And I would be, ago, yeah. I would be way more pissed off with that being a main. Event. Yeah, exactly. That, that's what I'm saying. Like these, these are uh, like other podcasts. So usually they have decent takes, but they were like, oh, we're getting Song Yudong and. Uh, Chris Gutierrez, like, yeah, two top bantamweights. Well, would you rather middle like fight. middleweights or light heavyweights? Come on, yeah, should be a fun fight. All right, let's uh dig into her. Yesterday was our prelims, as I alluded to. We agreed all six of the picks, so obviously, um, what well, we know what we're talking about, and they're all going to win. So make sure you listen to that if you have not already, or watch us. Thank you if you are watching us on YouTube. Uh, smash that subscribe button even if you're not watching us smash it and then buy a new laptop or a phone because you smash the uh, subscribe button all right this is at the ufc apex uh the ownership is endeavor did you know that gumby sure yeah sure <laughs> espn plus it will be shown on all right prelims were seven main card is 10 p.m uh 11 fights we're going to do the top five here because we already did these top the bottom six yesterday for you okay we're going to start off with Middleweight fight, Andre Muniz from Brazil versus South Korea's Jean Young Park. Um, this fight, I'm not so sure if we're going to agree or not. I, I think now, actually, this one we probably will agree. Let's uh, let's get into it. Muniz, Sergio Pano. Have we have we uh, talked about what that means? Do we know what that means? For some reason, I want to say it's a custard, but then uh, that sounds wrong. <laughs> Imagine that. Nick came after custard. How scary is that, Gumby? The Brazilian custard. Uh, no, I, <laughs> although I, I've said this before, I don't know if I've said this on this podcast, the run of Brazilian nicknames that sound like crazy menacing only for them to be like something not menacing at all yeah. is like my favorite MMA trope. Like Napao Gonzaga. Remember Gabriel Gonzaga? Napao. Yeah. Napao means yeah, big nose. Pow. Yeah, yeah, big nose. <laughs> um, or, or they or they put little on the end of everything. Eno's on the end of everything too. Yeah, which just what means about, little or small. Yeah, to, Tokeno, uh, the yeah. uh, Jose Paris, like the most yeah. dangerous dude on the planet, most quite literally, um, because he'll like not let go of submissions when you're in a yeah, competition. Exactly. Uh, Tristam, you know, like not scared. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's just a description, uh, basically. It's what it is. Or uh, all the rest are named after tractors. I'm not really scared of tractors. I guess you don't want to lose. You could lose a limb in a tractor, but uh, you know. I think I could get, get out of the way of a tractor. They're not too fast, right? I, At least I not in these parts. I very much don't know. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, I guess uh, there's no tractor. What you live in like the middle of nowhere. There must be tractors everywhere. No, no tractors mountain, in the mountain was growing up. It's yeah. Yeah, it's mountainous out here. That's not a that's not a tractor place. <laughs> no, that's true. It's true. All right. <laughs> Back to the fight. Shall we uh get into Andre <laughs> Muniz's resume? All right. We, we covered his nickname. We didn't give you any interesting information about his nickname there. Uh 
he's 23 and six, four knockouts, 15 submissions. He's been knocked out five times, submitted once. So he's been finishing every one of his losses. He owes his rounds when he loses at the very least six and two in the UFC. He's lost two straight fights, both via finish after winning his first six in the UFC two and all in contender series. Dana White made him come back a second time. There uh, was a regional champion 2009 pro MMA debut three inches height, five inches of reach on parks. So he's got a pretty good size advantage there. Uh, he's outstruck his UFC and contender series opponents by 0.14 strikes per minute. So that's pretty much a wash on the feet. And he's at plus 140. The Iron Turtle. We know what that nickname means. He means he's a turtle with an iron shell. He's 17 and five. Five knockouts, six submissions. He's been knocked out once, submitted twice. Seven and two in the UFC. He's won four straight and seven of eight. Three straight wins via submission. Has not lost since October of 2021. Regional champion. Used to fight down at welterweight. 2013 Pro MMA debut. One year younger than Muniz, better striking stats, and he's twice more active landing strikes. And he has outstruck his UFC opponents by 1.28 strikes per minute. He's at minus 177. I guess I start off the main card normally. Give me the Iron Turtle Park. He's really looked good recently. He really uh, opened some eyes. Muniz has been kind of the opposite. He kind of seems like he's, he's fought top of the division talent, but still. I was going to say he's been exposed, but um, he, he's fought really good guys. But nonetheless, uh, I think Park is, is the better fighter here. Um, and like I said, I like what I've seen from him. He seems to be getting better with each outing and I like the minus 177. So give me park. Yeah, I'm going to go with park too. Also, I just found out very upsettingly that Sergio just <laughs> means a person from Surrey Jeep. Uh, uh so not custard, not, not Brazilian custard, sadly. Um, and so, uh, on another note, uh, yeah, I'm going drunk young park here too. I, I think, uh, you, you mentioned top of the division kind of losses for, for Andre Muniz because he lost to Brendan Allen, who's now looked great in two or three straight mm-hmm. fights, and he lost to Paul Craig. But being out-wrestled by Paul Craig really does age poorly. Yeah. Um, and, and at first I was like, oh, maybe Paul Craig down at middleweight is just a world beater and can manhandle <laughs> people. And then, like, the answer is no, he probably isn't. And then <laughs> I, I also want to say I don't think his wins have aged as well as I think they did too because, like, we were high on – Mooney's for a bit right and it was like a, yep. a submission win over Jacare, who we we later found out was kind of a shell of himself at that point and we got the submission win over eric anders which also doesn't age really well and also eric anders kind of gotten to like a dominant position in that fight right like uh andre muniz had like he had like shook andre muniz off the top of him in a grappling exchange and like you know muniz caught the submission which like maybe he was he was angling for that anyway but like had he not caught that submission, he would have been on the bottom. And I think John Young Park has the submission game that can deal with Andre Muniz. Uh, I think he's he's going to force him to stand a little bit more. And as we saw in that Paul Craig fight, I don't know that Andre Muniz can stand with very many middleweights. Because uh, it, it seemed like Paul Craig was getting some of the better of the striking there to the point where it made me ask if Paul Craig had some really good boxing now. Um, and so... <laughs> You're funny, Gumby. That's a bad sign uh, at the end of the day. So, yeah, I'm going to go uh, Jung Young Park here, too. All right. There we go. We agree again. Seven in a row. And we also agree on Bet Rivers, which is where all our lines are coming from on this show. And we are brought to you by them today. Bet Rivers is available in over 14 states, plus Ontario, Canada, where the greatest host of any podcast lives in the whole wide world. Plus, the, one of the hosts of the Hockey Gambling Podcast. So it's, it's a hotbed for uh, podcasting talent, Ontario is. Uh, Bet Rivers has some of the best live betting markets in the space. Their betting menu is second to none, including a ton of props. 
depositing, withdrawing, more importantly, withdrawing is super easy on Bet Rivers. Gumby, do you have a play for us from Bet Rivers in any sport? Because Gumby is a man of every sport. He knows it all. Yeah, the uh, the Cowboys are going to be playing the Eagles this week, so uh, I, I think you I think you know where I'm going with this one. Uh, take the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, I don't uh, actually. I think the Cowboys are favorites. I saw, uh, but I, I'll, I'll still uh, let, let's say I'll lay the points. I'll lay the three. I think it's three and a half right now. I'll lay the three and a half. All right, he will lay the three and a half. That's how confident he is. Uh, sign up using our link to get a risk free bet up to five hundred bucks. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash bet. Rivers, that's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash B-E-T-R-I-V-E-R-S. Problem gambling, call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, we got one fight down. Let's move down to light weights. Nazrat Hakpras versus Jamie Malarkey. This is a three, five-minute round fight. Uh, we've got Afghanistan Canadian Nazrat Hakpras. Can I call him Canadian since he's been tri- at TriStar forever? I mean, you can call him Canadian. I don't know how much you <laughs> like that, but <laughs> um, it's true. Quebec people don't want to be Canadian either. So uh, th- there's that also. Uh, Jamie Malarkey, Australian. I'm going to call him Australian, whether he likes it or not. Um, I have your name on. I have your name on uh, these fights. I think I my uh, subconsciously I I know who you're going to pick, and I'm just putting <laughs> your name down. I'm, I'm fights in the spreadsheet. Let's see if I'm correct when we get to them. All right, we can talk about Mal- Malarkey first. This is his real resume. No malarkey here whatsoever. 17 to 6. 10 knockouts, 3 submissions. He's been knocked out 4 times. 5 and 4 in the UFC. He's won 3 of his last 4, including his last fight. He's got multiple regional championships on his mantle. mantle. Correct. Mantle. Get the shirt. Sportsgamingpockets.com slash store. Australians probably have lots of cool stuff on their mantles, right? Big knives yeah. and, and crocodile heads and <laughs> what else would they have in there? What what else is a stereotypical Australian? Um, stuffed koala. <laughs> stuffed koala. It's true. Um, anyhow, uh, Malarkey used to fight at featherweight 2013 pro on May debut. Two inches height, two inches of reach on Hakaparast. He's barely outstruck as you see opponents. This is as barely as you can get almost. He's at plus 0.05 strikes per minute. He outstrikes his opponent. Let's check the stats on that. I always give you guys that stat and how good is it predicting fights. Strike differential, 57% overall. So it's not one of the strongest predictors, but it is still an advantage if, if a fighter has a better strike differential than their opponent. Um, better grappling stats on Hackprast as well, plus 155. Hackprast. 15 and five with nine knockouts. He's been knocked out once, submitted once. Seven and four in the UFC. He's won two straight fights. Before that, he lost two straight. Used fight at 170 pounds. Welterweight 2012 Pro May debut. A year younger than Malarkey. More active landing strikes. He's outstruck his UFC opponents by 0.47 strikes per minute. Minus 195. This fight is kind of up in the air whether or not we're going to agree. Let's see, Gumby. I'm gonna go with Jamie Malarkey. Yeah, we agree. Yeah, I uh, so I I I like this newer, smarter version of Jamie Malarkey. Uh, like the the Francisco Prado fight sticks out in my head. Some people were really bored by the way he fought that fight, but he fought smart. He knew he had a dangerous opponent in front of him, and he kind of picked up apart. Um, you know, a little bit of a lapse in judgment against Mohamed Naimov, but that fight was on short notice. I don't think you can blame him for that. And if there's been a knock on Jamie Malarkey, it's that like some people have some questions about his chin between the Nymoff fight and the, was it Jalen Turner who knocked him out way back when like both of those KOs kind of age well. And in addition to that, like, even if you're worried about his chin, it's Nasra Akparas, the guy who's going to knock him out. Nasra Akparas says, you know, like you can look at his record. What did, what did you say? 50% of his wins were KOs. More than that. Nine out of 15. 
Nine out of 15. How many of those in the UFC? Uh, I don't have that stats, but Gumby's going to tell you. Not many. One. One knockout in the UFC. So all of his regional wins are knockouts. He's got one win in the UFC by knockout. And it was five years ago at a card headlined by Colby Covington versus Robbie Lawler. So, like, that's how long it's been since uh, Nasrat Hakfras knocked anybody out. And his other 10 fights have gone to decision. And we've, we've kind of just seen, like, Jamie Malarkey is a guy who looks good on the scorecards, right? Like, a lot of people thought he lost that fight to uh, to John McDessie in his last fight. But, like, the fact of the matter is his, like, forward pressure sometimes, the impact of his punches, which is sometimes harder to see on TV than it is in person, I think it just plays up well for judges. So, I think between that and the length, uh, I think he's going to deal well with, with Nazra Akbrast here. Yep. He is our, both our picks here. Um, Jamie Malarkey. Yeah. This fight's a lot closer than, than the odds are for me. Like when I was breaking it down and stuff, I'm like, well, this is pretty close to a pick Um, you know, and uh, I like Malarkey more. So why not get the plus 155 money on it? Right. Right. Yeah. All right. All right. Um, let's move on to a middle Banaway fight, excuse me. Sumaderji versus Tim Elliott, China versus USA three, USA three five minute rounds at 135 pounds. We'll tell you about Sumaderji first. The, the Tibetan Eagle, 16 and 5, 13 knockouts, one submission. He's been submitted five times, so that's the issue for him. Three and two in the UFC, three and one over his last four, including winning his last fight via oh, sorry, he lost his last fight via submission. Uh, that was back in July of 2022. Used to fight at Bantamweight, an inch of height, six inch, inches of reach, 10 years younger than Elliot. So that's a, some pretty huge, especially at flyweight. That's pretty huge. Uh, yeah, half, Bantam, half, Bantamweight. Bantamweight, excuse me. Yes, fly, yes. Technically. technically, they're going up, right. Yeah. <laughs> um, so basically, there's, there's not. I'm sure they'll be the same weight as they normally are when they enter the cage, more than likely. Um, so half a foot of reach is a lot. Uh, anyhow, st- uh, striking and active striking stats in his favor. He has outstruck his UFC opponents by 2.08 strikes a minute. He's at plus 125. Elliott, 19, 13, and 1. Three knockouts, six submissions. He's been knocked out once, submitted six times, 8 and 11 in the UFC over two stints. He's taken this on very short notice. This fight was just, I think, what? He said he was flying out yesterday, was it? Tuesday? Yeah, okay. I think it, I think I think the they knew uh, Muderji's opponent was out. Alan Nascimento, who we mentioned right. on yesterday's show, was out on. I think they knew he was out on Sunday, so I'm sure Tim Elliott started like figuring things out then. Yeah, he he's always game, regardless. Um, all right, uh, Elliott's finish up him. He's two and one over his last three, and four and two over his last six. He lost his last one via submission. Four and all in the Ultimate Fighter, and then gave uh, champion uh, God, king of the flyweight division, Demetrius. Johnson, a very tough fight, probably the toughest fight he had in the UFC up to that point when he was champion. Uh, used to fight at Bantam. Actually, this is at Bantamweight, so he's fighting at Bantamweight. No, normally, he fights at, at uh, both these guys normally fight at Flyweight. 2009 Pro MMA debut for Elliott. He's got a positive strike differential of 0.74 strikes per minute, and he's at minus 157. I think this is where we're going to we're going to dis, uh, disagree with one another. I'm going to take Mudergy. Short notice, obviously, is a massive issue. Uh, the size is a massive issue. The 10 years younger is a massive issue. Just don't look at Muderji's um, resume, who who he's actually beat in the UFC as of late, because it's not uh, it's not the greatest. not exactly a a uh, killer's row, a murderer's row of, of fighters, but I still think the size, the uh, the age um, gap, and, and the fact that he's actually was preparing for a fight is, is going to be too much for Elliot. I think Gummy's going to disagree with me. Let's see. You're incorrect. I'm going to go. Oh, all right. I don't. 
I don't feel good about it because I love Tim Elliott and he's so yeah, much fun yeah. to watch. But like, yeah. here's here's my problem: is Sumerdeji's last fight was that absolute slobber knocker with Matt Schnell, right? Very yeah. fun fight. Tim Elliott is kind of like at this stage in his career, at the very least, kind of like a slightly worse version of Matt Schnell. Uh, yeah. Matt Schnell, you know, like is a little bit smarter defensively, does a little bit more technically correct things in boxing. Uh, his wrestling is probably, I mean, they, I, I'd probably put the wrestling in the same boat, at least. I don't know necessarily that I'm ready to make a value judgment about which is better. I like Elliot's scrambles better. Uh, I think maybe Schnell's submissions look better. So like maybe grappling's a coin toss, but I think like Schnell's a little better on the feet than Elliot is. And Sumo Derji just beat the hell out of him on the feet. He had him knocked out like seven different times. And if Tim Elliott comes up with that funky stuff where his head's moving side to side and he's trying to just like throw his arms everywhere, Muderji's going to land one. Uh, and Muderji hits so hard. And like you said, six inches of reach, younger, now isn't going to have to cut the weight because sort of the question on that, that Matt Schnell fight was, does he have the cardio anymore? Now he doesn't even have to cut the weight. I, I think between that, the short notice piece of it all, the size, uh, man, there's just too many things in Tim Elliott's you know, on the wrong side of Tim Elliott here. And to see the line where it is, man, like I, I, I think I said it, um, I was doing VEASAN this week, the the first strike. And mm-hmm. I said, I, I haven't seen the line yet on this one, but I'm really intrigued by what the fight will look like. And they were like, oh, the line is posted. And they read me the line on air. And I had a wild reaction. I was like, are you kidding me? Sumo Derji is a, you know, a, an underdog here. That's nuts. Uh, yeah. So why yeah. is that? Why is that? I think the name value on Tinelli, I think the loss on Sumuderji in the last fight like looked bad, but like it doesn't look bad when you contextualize it. He he had the fight won and it slipped out of his fingers in against the top 10 opponent. Now he gets a guy who fights kind of like it outside of the top 10, outside of the top 15. Is Tinelli in the top 15 anymore? I feel like mm, he's not. If you're a voter, you let me know. I don't think he's in my top 15. I'm very well versed with my top 15. I don't think he's in my top 15. Um and, and like Muderji hits hard. So like, yeah, I, I don't know what's going on with this line, uh, but I, I mean, I'll take it. I'll take Subuderji here. All right. We're, we're going to take a sidebar about the rankings. Uh, something that angered me recently. Why is Michelle Watterson Gomez a top 15 fighter? Still? I'm not ranking her. The other <laughs> panelists may rank her. You, like she's 14th or something. I think like this is the, I know, it's, the, I know it's not the best division and stuff, but come on. This is my favorite part of the rankings and being a part of yeah. them is that like, Anytime somebody is ranked in a weird spot and they don't like it, they're like, why are you doing that? And I was like, I am not ranking Conor McGregor right now. He's not in my (laughs) I don't know why he's number seven. There's got to be six guys with him at number two. Like, I don't know what to tell you. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Michelle Watterson is not one since September 2020. And uh, before that, she, yeah, she's 0-4 and 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 1-6. And she's a ranked fighter (laughs) in the UFC. Um, it also it's makes me mad not, about the, she's not good the, either. No. And the weight, <laughs> the weight class thing also pisses me off. It's not you. The rankings are never the right weight class. It has guys like you, the guy does not fight at that weight class anymore. He's fought at a different weight class and you have him at, at the, his old weight class still. And that annoys me as well. And the they fact pick that and choose no, when they get to be yes. in that weight class or not. Like right now you can't yeah. vote for Kamara Usman at middleweight. <sighs> He looked good at middleweight. I'd love to put him in those rankings. I think he's better than some ranked middle. Like, you'd pick him over some of those guys at the bottom of the middleweight division. Yeah, of course. Yeah, Yeah. after looking like that against Kamzat, for sure. Nope. 
Put him in. Um, put him in welterweight. <laughs> is there anything else? Um, basically, the best rankings are the ones I do on my Substack. MoneyMMA.substack.com. <laughs> Performance fun. rankings. It's wherever the fighter fought last, or or if they have a fight coming up, whatever weight class is. That's the weight class that they get ranked at. And once they've been inactive for a year, then they are not ranked anymore. That's like the UFC's got to do that too. But I guess they're dealing with fighters' egos and managers and whatnot. So guys like Connor can stay in the rankings for. Uh, as long as in, perpetu- in perpetuity, like the UFC owns the rights in video games, the same thing in perpetuity. All right, rant over. Now I'm gonna not rant, but I'm gonna tell you about our friends at Underdog. Are you ready, Gummy? There it is on the screen for you people watching on YouTube. Underdog Fantasy has a way to play alongside your favorite fantasy players all season long. NFL, NBA, NHL, college basketball, and college football, and MMA. They got to put that in the in the copy um, here. Add copy MMA as well. We, we never get any respect. Simply pick higher or lower on your favorite players' fantasy stats and cash in. Gummy, we're going to cash in with one of your picks. Go ahead. Give me a higher uh, or lower. I, I saw a uh, a pick'em scorcher uh, higher or lower. Oh, uh, yes. That was a, a two times, which is pretty much as juicy as they get. Uh, Donta Foreman on Sunday picking up a rushing or receiving touchdown. I'll take either one of those higher than uh, half. So just he's got to get one. Uh, that's it. And Khalil Herbert looks like he's banged up a little bit. Who knows what the Bears are doing with Roshan Johnson? But I think uh, I think Dante Foreman's going to find the end zone on Sunday. All right, watch along and see. Make your picks and maybe make a little cash over on Underdog's mobile app or website underdogfantasy.com. And when you sign up with the promo code SGPN, which you definitely should do, Underdog will double your first deposit of up to 100 bucks. Is Underdog Fantasy promo code SGPN? And with all that money you're going to win off Gummy's picks, you can go. Spend some of it at Game Time on last-minute tickets for any event you're looking for. Uh, game Time is the fastest-growing ticketing app in the country for a reason. You get images of your seat before you buy it, so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. You can buy tickets in a matter of seconds, two taps, and you're set. Tickets are sent directly to your inbox, I believe is what the ad copy says. As I Yes, directly to your phone, excuse me, so you never have to dig through your email. Snag the tickets without the stress with Game Time. Game Time tickets make it the perfect holiday gift. Download Game Time app, create an account, and use code CFBX for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply again. Create an account and redeem code CFBX for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. All right. Let's get some more guaranteed winners here. We have agreed on every fight in this card as you move into the co main event. I think this one's safe as well. Um, it's a light heavyweight <laughs> fight. Anthony Smith versus Khalil at Roundtree Jr. This is a last, I didn't put this down. This is short notice, or this is just a hastily arranged. It's a short notice for both guys, right? No, uh, Roundtree was supposed to fight, um, Roundtree was supposed to fight somebody else, I think. Oh, really? Wasn't okay. He? Yeah. Topology does not have, yeah, Topology doesn't have it listed as a. Yeah, he was supposed to fight Osmot Mirzakhanov. Oh, right. I remember. Was that on this card? Maybe that was a different card. That might be one. Um, I think it no, was last it was, week. It should have been last week's card. He was supposed to yeah, fight okay. in Austin. Yeah. All right. I'm counting this as short notice regardless for, for Smith. I didn't have that marked down, but now it is. There you go. Another another uh, black mark on your record here, uh, Mr. Smith. All right. Let's tell you about Anthony Lionheart. Don't mess with my family. Smith, 37 and 18. 20 knockouts, 14 submissions. Did you ever, uh, did you ever explain that comment in the cage? I, I don't think so but i i think johnny walker tried to explain that he didn't know where it came from and that it seemed to be uh that they had no interaction before which of course (laughs) bodes well uh for how anthony smith is doing yes (laughs) yes uh johnny walker is the last guy who's gonna mess with your family anyway he's a a good he's a fun loving fellow all right 
the Lionheart, regardless. He's, uh, I told you, 37, 18. So he's been around a long time. 20 knockouts, 14 submissions. He's been knocked out 10 times. Could it be 11? Uh, submitted four times. 12 and 8 in the UFC over two stints. This is a short notice fight for him. Roundtree was ready for a fight last week. It didn't happen. Uh, Smith, one and two over his last three, four and two over his last six. He did win his last fight. He's always surprising us. I do have to say that about him. Um, he's fight at middleweight. Multiple Richard Championships on his mantle. Correct at the shirt, sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash store. Two and all in Bellator. Two and two in Strikeforce. Strikeforce never die. Bellator never die. Uh, has missed weight before. 2008 Pro on May debut. Three inches of height. Over Roundtree, better grappling stats in Roundtree, and he has outstruck his... No, sorry, he's been outstruck in the UFC by 1.29 strikes per minute, plus 188. Khalil Roundtree Jr., a.k.a. the Warhorse. 12-5 and five with one no contest, eight knockouts. He's been knocked out twice, submitted once. Eight and five with one no contest in the UFC. He's won four straight fights, three of those via TKO. He's not lost since January 2021. Used to fight at middleweight, 2-1 in the Ultimate Fighter. Two years younger than Smith, better striking stats, and he's more active fighting strikes. However, he's been outstruck in the UFC by 0.43 strikes per minute, minus 240. Oh, one thing I forgot on the resume. Do you remember what his uh, top hobby is that on uh, listed on on uh, Wikipedia for Khalil Roundtree Jr.? No, I don't. You don't? We, I have mentioned before. He enjoys moshing and spin kicking in the pit, Gumby. I did good for him. Yeah, I, I'll and buy he, that. And he's he's a fan of beat down ta- beat down hardcore music. I remember we talked about that before because we didn't know what beat down hardcore music was. It's like still, a form of punk. Still don't. <laughs> still don't. <know. laughs> Anyhow, that's what the war horse is into. Are you picking the war horse here, Gumby? Yeah, I am. Uh, Me too. I, I like. I just don't trust Anthony Smith at this point. I don't trust his chin. No. I know. I mean, like, I guess it held up all right against Ryan Span. Um, yeah. it, but, but to kind of counter the point you said before, he didn't win that fight with Ryan Spann. <laughs> yes, uh, he did. Like, like I mean, I know the judges, was that in Texas? Do you, do you have access oh, to the record up right I now? I, I, yeah, I'll yeah, check for you. Put the intern on that one. Uh, and let I me will. know. I think that was in Texas, if I'm not mistaken. That was on the, uh, oh no, no, no. It was Singapore. On the, uh, Singapore. on the Max Holloway versus, uh, Korean zombie yeah. fight card. Um, when Korean zombie took a nap. Uh, but th- yeah, that being said, like Anthony Smith, isn't out striking anybody at this point. He doesn't have better cardio than anyone at this point. Like, I guess if you're trying to draw a path to victory for him, you maybe say like, ah, he could grapple here. Uh, do you really buy? He's going to get on the inside of Khalil Roundtree and like ragdoll him on the mat. I kind of don't like most of his subs no. seem like they're going to come from the, the back now at this point. And it's not like Khalil Roundtree shooting a takedown. So I, I think Khalil Roundtree is just going to absolutely rip his leg apart in that first round. And then he's just going to knock him cold in the second, probably. Yeah, I, I agree with everything. Gumby says it's, you know, uh, Roundtree is the obvious picker. This is a bad matchup. He's going to beat the tar out of Anthony Smith. Is what is my prediction? If you can get a prop bet on that, um, main event time. Are we going to agree in the main event? Make it a clean sweep. Let's find out. Uh, this is five five minute rounds at Bantamweight. Yadong Song versus Chris Gutierrez. We tell you about Gutierrez first. So actually, sorry, I always tell you countries as well. Uh, we got China versus the USA. Uh, Gutierrez El Guapo is the nickname. Twenty dash five dash two is the nickname. Twenty wins, five losses, two draws. Knocked out nine people, submitted one. He's been submitted himself once. He owes us some finishes, this man. 8-2-1 in the UFC. He's been 5-1 over his last six. Won his last fight via submission. Uh, used to fight at featherweight. 1-1 in World Series of Fighting. Multi-regional championships on his... Mantle. 
Correct. It's shirt sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash store. One known Bellator 2013 Pro MMA debut. Uh, an inch of height on song. Better strike stats, more active landing strikes. And he's got a positive strike differential of plus 2.31, plus 310. Song Yudong, the Kung Fu Kid. 20-7-1 with one no contest. 20 wins, seven losses, one draw, one no contest. Nine knockouts, three submissions. He's been knocked out twice. Both these guys owe us some finishes for sure. 9-2-1 in the UFC. 4-1 over his last five, including winning his last fight via TKO. Used to fight up at featherweight and up at lightweight. 2013 Pro MMA debut. Sanda champion as well. Six years younger than Gutierrez. Better grappling stats, and he's outstruck his UFC opponents by 0.84 strikes per minute, plus, minus 420. I'm going big dog here, Gumby. Gutierrez is the pick. These guys are way closer. 11 for 11. There you go. I had a, I had a feeling because we were kind of hinting. You were kind of hinting around in the Discord uh, weeks ago that, or maybe maybe it was on air. Actually, it was on air uh, about how the line in this was confusing you. I, yeah, I don't get the line. Yeah, it's it's way closer than like they're pretty much equal on paper when you actually break down everything. I will give song song is five better competition. Uh, I'll give him that, and he's he's younger, so they're they're two pluses, but but those aren't big enough to make him a minus four twenty favorite in my eyes. So give me Gutierrez. And, and Gutierrez also does one very key thing that I think is. I'm not going to say it's the kryptonite to Song Yudong, but I think it is going to be a huge issue for Song Yudong here. And that Song Yudong sits down on his punches, right? Like that's one of the things he loves to do. He throws absolute bombs. It's why we've seen knockouts from him even late in the fight. It's because he sits. And when a guy sits down on his punches and he's heavy on his front leg, he is there to be ripped on the leg repeatedly. And I don't know that there's any bantamweight in the world who throws a front leg kick better than Chris Gutierrez does. Chris Gutierrez has got leg kick TKOs in his career and like has regularly torn people apart with that front kick. People know that they have to defend it. But if, even if Song Yudong goes in with the game plan, like I know I have to defend this. I know I can't let him have that leg kick time and time again. It takes a huge piece of Song Yudong's game away. Song Yudong is, is really good because he sits down in his punches and has scary power for seemingly 25 straight minutes. At least that's how it seemed in his, his last two main events. And if he's not sitting down on his punches and throwing big like that, you know, he loses a major weapon. And in addition to that, like if he is sitting down on him, what's going to be left of his front leg? Like I, it would not surprise me to see Chris Gutierrez go out there and get another leg kick KO come the third or the fourth round when he's just still ripping into Song Yudong, who has decided he was going to take him early on to try to give him. And didn't land the big one and now has to deal with incredible leg pain. So uh, I, I like Chris Gutierrez here. I would say, you know, like if I was personally lining this fight, when I saw it posted, I was like, oh, you know, Chris Gutierrez plus 140, you know, Chris Gutierrez plus 155 or something like that. So to see him where he is, I mean, it's incredible value on his name at that point. All right, there you go. We agree on everything It's going to be a, stellar saturday for us all right let's give you our picks and we'll give you our fancy picks and we'll get out of your ears leave your ears uh, alone and your eyeballs uh we got gutierrez we got roundtree jr we got sumaderji we have got malarkey we have got park all right locks dogs props and a two-fight parlay it's gonna win you mucho doleros is it my i think it's my turn to go first this week um my lock is clear roundtree at minus 240 yeah, I I joked about tailing you on everything, but I'm yep. definitely I'm also taking, taking. Yeah, I gotta take yep. Liam Roundtree. I, yep. I mean, like 
there's a lot of fights on this card where I'm like, oh, that's not so bad. But like, you know, like there's some sort of like weird facet to it. Like I thought about Jong Young Park because I kind of like that line. But then I'm like, Muniz does have good sub skills. And like, yeah, I'm, I'm like glad I took Jong Young Park. But like, uh, there's something to it. But like, I don't. I, I don't have a good sense of how Anthony Smith wins. So, yeah, I'm on round three, too. All right. I'm here. You weren't you weren't talking in my ears, but you, you were there. All right. Yeah. Let's go with my, my dog, Sumaderji. Sumaderji, oh. 25. Is that yours as well? Yes. Come on. Of course. Well, we... we have to have to fade the uh, short notice guy. So especially an old short notice uh, guy that who's long in the tooth, taking this to short notice and and small. So soon yeah. dare she's a pick. And I only have four hundred dogs on the card. Uh, yeah. You know, I, we we talked about liking. You know, Malarkey was the other close one for me. I almost took Malarkey, mm-hmm. but yeah, I think all of the things going into that Sumu Derji one, I think he's the dog for sure. I think. I, I think we're going to to sweep. Hang on, don't just so we know we're not doing this on purpose. Do I have yep. a writing implement? I don't know if I have a writing implement here. No, there, there's there's no way you got the same prop as I do. Come on, that would be there's crazy. That, uh, but I I, I want to make sure that I Everyone can just, trust like, you. I can You're do like be. some. I can do some sort of like fun review with you. Do yeah. Yeah. Like, okay. All right. All right. All right. Uh, it's like the newlywed game. All right. Uh, the main uh for my prop main event going to decision. Oh, one away. I'm just gonna no. I'm just no. you got mad at that, did you? I'm gonna. Okay. I'm just gonna. Yeah, that wasn't what I. I thought for sure you were gonna pick the same thing I did because it okay, was. What's that? I can't believe you said you said it goes to decision is what you took. Yep. That's so not your style. Uh you you deviated from the plan. I thought for yep. sure you were gonna go Tetsuya Tyra by submission. Oh, he's gonna right. win we're this fight by submission. Movie. He's gonna win this yeah. fight by submission. It might take him a little while. Originally, what I was in there poking. Plus one twenty. All right. So I, I'm going to take that one. I I think he's going to do it in the second or third round, but it's, I still think he's going to do it. So might as well get uh, the plus money. The third round prop was plus three fifty, or second round prop plus three fifty. Third round was plus five hundred. I thought about those ones in there, but then if he wins by the first round, it's I'm just going to feel like an idiot. So you might as well yep. get the sub prop. There you go. All right, round three, Sumaderji, and then Tyra sub. And the main to go to decision where our plays. All right, Hungry Man Jong, Super Fan Parlay, two fights. Go ahead, Gumby. Oh, I gotta have to give me give me a second on this one because now you don't have uh, one ready. Well, no, because I was sitting there. I was sitting there throwing. Uh, I have it. I have it here. Don't worry. So originally, my first thought was just uh, since since the line is so big, and we're already in on them. You might as well just take Chris Gutierrez on the money line, yeah. right? If we're looking for yeah. something uh, that's going to do that, that uh, you might as well, you might as well dig in for that. And then the other one I was liking was uh, Kevin Jusse by knockout. Uh, Kevin Jusse by knockout, you're getting at plus two seventy five. So when you pair that with the Chris Gutierrez money line, you're going to get plus fourteen thirty seven was the number Fantastic. I saw 14, 1437 Jusse knockout, Chris Gutierrez money line. Beautiful. There you go. You got all you need to win money now this weekend. Uh, we, we'll be back on Sunday to count all the money that we won. In the meantime, you can cheer along with us in the Discord, sportsgumbypodcast.com slash Discord. Uh, you can reach us on Twitter, SGP and MMA, Gumby Vreeland, Jeff Fox Writer, or the handles. I'm Jeff Fox Writer on Instagram too, if that's your jam. Uh, subscribe to my Substack, moneymma.substack.com. Enter my pick'em contest. You can get all my rest, all the rest of my MMA writing that's not on Sports Gummy Podcast. You can get it there. And Gummy's got Top Turtle MMA Podcast in your ears 
probably you can listen to it. If you haven't already, you can listen to it right now. It should be in your feed. Remind us who's on it this week, Gumby. Uh, Jamie Jamie Malarkey from this card, and then from LFA next week, Opani Pagoa. There you go. Uh, what else should we tell you? Sports Gambling Podcast and Sports.com uh, and Sports Gambling Podcast.com slash Patreon. They're the uh, places to go. All right, Gumby, get us out here till Sunday. All right, I'm David Gober Freeland. He's the Brazilian custard, Jeff Fox, and we will see you on Sunday.